Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Psalm 150. Good morning. Welcome to Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. It's a daily podcast hosted by Pamela Staten. And I thank you for coming to join us today. Let us pray. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, amen. This is a meditation for God's love. Dear Lord, when I open my eyes and absorb the rays of the sun in all of creation, I am thankful for another chance to spend time with you. Grow in your word and follow your lead. I am thankful, Lord, that every day I can erase yesterday's mistakes. I praise you for pressing the delete button several times to remove my sins and to accept my prayers of forgiveness. I praise you as my loving Father. You embrace me when I neglect our time together to hurriedly start my day. You pursue me when I prefer to sulk and cry rather than pray and trust. You calm me when I allow anxiety to be a companion instead of your word. Without you, I am nothing, but with you, I have all I need. Thank you for the ministering angels that you assign to me throughout the day. They fill my spirit with songs that are answers to prayers. You are always amazing me with your unique and majestic ways. I am learning to look for your responses in the confirming words of a friend, in the treasure chest of your word, and in the still, quiet voice of the Holy Spirit. Every single day, you prove your love for me. Prayers I think but fail to speak are answered. Requests I desire but believe are too insignificant for you become real. You demonstrate you are concerned about my laughter, my joy, my pain, and every situation in my life. Nothing is too big or small for you and for your heart to feel. Father, I thank you for your love. I know even when despair chases me, my hope rests in you. I possess the blessed assurance that I am your child. And because I am yours, I can begin each day with divine expectations. I praise you as a great, powerful, and merciful God. I praise you as the rock upon which I rest. I praise you as the Lord who rules my life and has a plan for me that is so much greater than mine. Father, I give you praise for who you are, and I thank you for your loving hand in my life. As I seek you every day, I pray your presence will permeate every situation I encounter. I look forward to my daily journals and journeys with you. 
In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Hebrews 13, verse 15. Therefore, by him, let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise to God, that is, the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name, always. Amen. Dear Lord, Last night I went to bed with anxiety and troubles in my heart. I know that that was not you, nor is it your desire for me. So as I begin a new day, I pray your peace will surround me and enter into my spirit. You have blessed me with a new dawning. My body is not in pain. No trauma exists in my life and my loved ones are safe. Everything's not perfect, but I desire to rest in your peace and recognize the many, many ways that you are visible in my life. Before I start this day, I already know that I do not want to bring yesterday's frustrations into today's divine blessings. So Father, I appeal to you for the peace of God, which passeth all understanding. I surrender my finances, my worries, my loneliness, and any weapon the adversary will throw at me to your power and to your peace. As you answer my request, I pray that I will become fixated on your presence and my connection to you. Lord, as I enter into your perfect peace today, please stay close to me. I do not desire to be out of your presence for one second. I want to experience you in every situation throughout my day. When a crisis arises, let peace rule. When I become frazzled, send peace to rescue my spirit. When tears form in my eyes, let peace wipe them away. Father, I love you and I am filled with gratitude for the love you give so freely and the peace that accompanies your presence. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Isaiah chapter 26 Verse 3, you will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. Trust in the Lord forever, for in the Lord is everlasting strength. Amen. Philippians 4, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. And finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, 
Whatever things are lovely, whatever things are a good report, if there is any virtue, and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. Amen. That might be my favorite verse. Philippians 4, verses 6 to 8 kind of says it all. Great. Stay right where you are, listeners. When I come back, let you know who I'm dedicating today's podcast to. Stay right there. I am dedicating today's podcast to Alicia Kay. I attended her concert last night, and let me tell you, listeners, it was divine and excellent and beautiful. And I'm not talking about just the music. So, anyway, the concert started late. And uh, the audience, we were all kind of impatient and anxious, you know, just getting really frustrated. But anyway, then the concert started. And I just want you to know that she came out on stage and she said, I'm sorry. And you know, I love you and gave a message of love first. Said, I realize what everybody has been going through. We haven't seen each other in a long time. We haven't been out, but the love has continued to stay there. It was just absolutely beautiful. The words that came out of her mouth and you could hear a pin drop in the auditorium, in the stadium in the concert hall. It was a beautiful sight to experience. So I'm dedicating it to Alicia Kay and uh, thank her for a glorious two hour concert. She never stopped. She gave us more than our money's worth and you absolutely forgave the lateness of it. So that brings me to what I find are two most important words. I'm sorry. It heals. It changes things. It feels good to hear it. It feels good to say it. And it feels even better when it is received. So whenever you need to, and as often as you can, go ahead and start the conversation with, I'm sorry, if you need to be. And most importantly, if you sincerely are, I'm sorry changes things. 
Amen. God's way day by day says our daily bread. Matthew 6, 11, give us this day our daily bread. Jesus taught his disciples to pray, our Father in heaven, give us this day our daily bread. The concept of daily bread goes far beyond a loaf of whole wheat bread for physical nourishment. Bread is a term that refers to everything that is necessary for wholeness in life. It refers to the things that we need physically, but also to the things that we need mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. When you ask the Lord to give you daily bread, you are also to mean, give me today what you know I need to carry out your purposes for me on the earth I trust you to meet all my needs. So give us this day our daily bread. Amen. And we are safe with the shepherd. John chapter 10 verse 7. I am the door of the sheep. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved. And will go on, in, and out, and find pasture. In that verse, Jesus is referring to the fact that in Bible times, shepherds slept with their sheep when the sheep spent the night in the outdoor pens that were made of rocks. The shepherd would lie in the open doorway that allowed the sheep to enter the pen. With his very life, the shepherd would protect the sheep from any predators or thieves. Please note that Jesus said that we are not only saved because Jesus stands between us and the enemy who seeks to steal, kill, and destroy us, but that Jesus, as our shepherd, allows us to find pasture. That little two-word phrase means that a sheep has all of its needs for survival met fully. Amen. And now some prayers from the Christophers. Titled Three Minutes a Day. Help me, Lord, to use my little skill as best I can to do your holy will. Give me patience, charity, and most of all, humility. Let me find the peace of mind that comes to those who serve mankind and by doing so, serve you too, for this is all I want to do. Don't let me tire, don't let me shirk. Give me strength to do my work. Forgive me if throughout the day, I don't always take time to say the customary prayers to you. So let this prayer be the work I do. Pray to the Lord, sustain me 
in my daily work, Father. Amen. Keep your heart with all vigilance, for from it flows the springs of life. Help me, Jesus, as I guide my children in my role as a parent. The glory of youth is their strength, but the beauty of the aged is their gray hair. I am your child, Father. Teach me your ways. Do not forsake a friend. Jesus, may we never hesitate to reach out a hand to others. The water that I will give will become in them a spring of water gushing to eternal life. May your living water cleanse and renew me, Jesus. I desire steadfast love. Each day, Lord, increase my faith. Amen. Stay right there. We'll be right back with some more sharing. Whatever is born of God overcomes the world, and this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. God's purpose for your life says, when you serve God, make sure you do so wholeheartedly and not partially. And it's important for you to be aware that to the Lord, partial obedience is actually disobedience. For example, When the armies of Aram threatened to attack Israel, King Joash went to see the prophet Elijah. Elisha told Joash to shoot an arrow out of the eastern window because he proclaimed, this is the Lord's arrow, an arrow of victory over Aram. Now pick up the other arrows and strike them against the ground. In other words, Elijah challenged Joash to shoot the remaining arrows into the earth as a sign of his trust that God would win the battle. Sadly, Joash shot only three of the arrows and he held back the rest, demonstrating that he didn't really believe in the Lord's provision. And because of his lack of faith, he failed to achieve a complete victory over the enemy's armies. Listeners, when God tells you to do something, have faith and do it thoroughly. Don't make that same mistake. With wholehearted obedience comes not only the fullness of his blessing, but complete victory each and every time. 
Jesus, I will trust you and obey you wholeheartedly. So thank you for the victory. Amen. Proverbs 23, verse 7. As he thinks within himself, so he is. What an amazing creation your mind is. Who you are and what you become are largely affected by how you think. Because from your thoughts flow your feelings, flow your words, your attitudes, and your behavior. So this is why you must guard against the world's influence so that you don't find yourself squeezed into this destructive mold. This is also the reason that God calls for the renewing of your mind. Allow your deliberations to be aligned with his word and controlled by his spirit. When the Lord has authority over your thinking, he will teach you discernment, which will empower you to look beyond the surface of issues and see situations as they really are. This allows you to distinguish between right and wrong and to what is, what is the very best for you. Your renewed mind begins with surrender to the Savior. Until you give Jesus full authority over your thoughts, taking them captive to him, you're not going to have power to clear out the clutter that hinders you from living the fullness of his will. But as you yield to him and fill your mind with his word, he will transform your life for good. Jesus, I take my thoughts captive to you. Speak to me through your word and guide by your spirit. Amen. Remember, as you yield to him and fill your mind with his word, he'll transform your life for good. I love it and I can't wait. <laughs> Amen. Commanding your morning daily devotional and here's a prayer gaze your eyes up to heaven clasp your hands together in prayer father I decree and declare that I will look to you and you alone I will not give in to the distractions that are all around me show me anything that I have been putting above you and I will give it up. Show me anything that I have come to depend on more than you, and I will surrender it to you. You deserve my singular focus, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, stretch my faith so that I can press forward into all you have prepared for me. Enlarge my territory. Empower me to lay hold of everything for which you laid hold of me. 
deposit your dreams and visions within my heart and renew my passion for the dreams that you already revealed to me. In the name of Jesus, I decree and declare that today I will make huge strides toward the dreams that you have planted in me. I see no impossibilities, only more chances for you to show your strength and glory on my behalf. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Stay right there. Be right back after this brief message. Be good soil is the topic of strength for each day. It says, according to Mark chapter 4, there are four types of people who hear God's word. God's word is like seed and people's hearts are the soil. Mark 4 says that the first type of person hears God's word but birds immediately steal it. The second type of person described in Mark 4 receives God's word, is excited about it, but they do not develop the spiritual strength to hold on to it. They accept it, but only superficially. The third type of person allows cares, concerns, and the things of the world to distract them from the truth of God's word. And the fourth type of person is what I hope you and I will always be. Let us be mature Christians who hear the word, receive it, obey it, guard it, and allow it to work in us so that our lives bear good fruit for God, meaning that we do something that honors Him and benefits others with the time, talents, and resources that He has given us. Let me repeat that. Christians who hear the word, receive it, obey it, guard it, allow it to work in us so that our lives bear good fruit for God, meaning that we do something that honors Him and benefits others with the time, talents, and resources that He has given us. Make sure you are good soil for God's Word by guarding your heart against the enemy, persevering and holding tight to its truth when troubles come your way, and refusing to allow worry or worldly things distract you from God's word. Father, help me to be good soil, to have a heart in which your word will take root, grow, and multiply. In Jesus' name, amen. 
Father, I want to live a well-balanced life and I need your wisdom to do it. Show me what changes I need to make in my life in order to enjoy regular periods of rest and quiet. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, when I pray, help me to reinforce my prayers with faith and expectation. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, I want to fulfill my purpose each and every day. I ask you to help me ignore the many distractions that will try to steal my focus. Give me grace to do one thing at a time and to give it my full attention. Thank you in advance. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, more than anything else, help me to believe and to serve you. In Jesus' name, amen. John chapter 6, they asked him, what must we do to the works that God requires? What must we do to do the works that God requires? And Jesus answered, the work of God is this, to believe the one that he has sent. Amen. Most of us want to know what we can do to please God. We should be ready to serve him in any way that he leads us, but we should not feel that we must offer him our works in order to be acceptable to him. We are made acceptable to him through Christ and our work is to believe in him. So any service that we offer God should be done in faith because we love him, not to be accepted by him, but because we love him. And we love him, listeners. We love the Lord, our God, our Savior, our Provider, our Comforter, our Protector, our everything. I hope your life is freeing up because you've given it to Jesus. Amen. Please come back and pray with us again tomorrow. We'll be here. Have a beautiful, blessed day. Let your light shine. Bye for now.